Hallelujah. We bless the Lord our God for another time to hear the word of the Lord via this platform, Door to Life. And by the grace of God, I am your regular host, Pastor Abel Laolatunji of Shop of Glory Church, Abel Kutaogu State. I've been dwelling on facing the challenges of life. And today, broadcast, I will be sharing handling financial crisis. Handling financial crisis. Heavenly Father, we thank you for another time we have to dine in your world again. Going through the word of the Lord, which is the book of liberty, and trusting that the word of the Lord will meet all our needs today. And the name of our Lord God will be glorified in Jesus' name. The subject of finance cannot be overemphasized. As we are aware of the rise in price of commodities, low income, unemployment, loss of jobs, debts, and pile-up of bills, standard of living is increasing daily. And we all know the importance of money. And in the midst of these challenges facing the nations of the world today, the nations of the world are going through challenges left, right, and center. Not only in our own country today, every year we produce millions of graduates on daily, on yearly basis, and there is no job. And with the meager salary that people are earning, that meager salary cannot even fend for the family, talk less of paying bills. So how do we survive? What can we do? And what is the plan of God? What is the word of the Lord saying in the midst of all these challenges confronting us? So many people are having difficult times in eating. Some are in the hospital that to pay their bills become so difficult. Air challenges here and there. Some people that ought not to have died they die because there is no money to pay their bills in the hospital. These are all the challenges confronting us today. People wake up in the morning and there is no food on their table. There is no job to do. So what is the Lord saying? What is the mind of the Lord for a situation like this? Money is a leg attender. We need money for our daily transaction. We need money to propagate the gospel. Even the gospel of the kingdom cannot thrive without money. Men of God are also going through the same challenges financially to strengthen the work of God in their end. So everybody is concerned. Everybody is going through one way or the other the challenges. Paying tuition fees of children. This is a critical moment in the history of of humanity we need money to take care of our families and lack of money can bring frustration so many people have committed suicide as a result of frustration because they could not meet up their daily demands in as much as money is very important to us in life God encourages us 
that we should not look for money in an illegal way. God controls money and the resources of the earth. That's why the Bible says the earth is the Lord and the fullness thereof. Now let's try to read some portions of scriptures to emphasize that God controls money. The Bible says in Ecclesiastes chapter 7 verse number 12, Ecclesiastes 7 verse 12, For wisdom is a defense and money is a defense. But the excellency of knowledge is that wisdom giveth life to them that have it. The Bible says wisdom is a defense and money is a defense. So the scripture brought two of them together at the same power, trying to tell us that wisdom is a defense. When you have wisdom, you are defended. And when you have money, you are defended. But the excellency of knowledge is that wisdom give life. In other words, money cannot give life. So, wisdom gives life to them that have it. But money does not give life. Because if money gives life, most billionaires will not die. They will use money to buy death over. So, in other words, there is a limitation to what money can do. Ecclesiastes chapter 10 verse 19 says, A feast is made for laughter, and wine maketh merry. But money answereth all things. In other words, as far as this world is concerned, there is nothing you want to transact that you will not need money to get it done. Hallelujah. Jeremiah 32 verse 44 says, Men shall buy fields for money and subscribe evidences and seal them and take witnesses in the land of Benjamin. In other words, you need money to buy properties, to build a house where you and your family will stay, to get a mobility of a car to move from one place to the other, to get some infrastructure, some facilities that will enhance your business, your ministry. All these things boils down to money. Despite the fact that money is very vital, we must not look for money in an illegitimate way. First Timothy 6.10 says, For the love of money is the root of all evil, which wise some coveted after they have erred from the faith, and pierce themselves through with many sorrows. Inasmuch as money is important, the love for money, the greed for money, is what is killing our nations today. Our leaders, our politicians are greedy. What will have gone round for everybody to enjoy today? They amass those wealth for themselves. And that is why we are having suffering, we are having poverty, we are having struggle today. The money that meant for the put for the people to enjoy to create jobs to create blessings for people some set of people are holding it so the bible says, for the love of money is the root of all evil and that is why you see all manner of killings all manner of looting all manner of corruption all manner of garbage is happening in our society today but the bible encourages us that we should remember the lord our god because he is the owner of silver and is the owner of gold. Now see what the Bible says in Haggai chapter 2 verse 8. He said, The civil is mine, and the gold is mine, seer the Lord of hosts. So God is the one that controls the silver. God is the source of silver and gold. When you add this at the back of your mind, then it gives you an assurance that if my Father in heaven is the owner of the silver and gold, then I need to understand that his plan for me is to be wealthy. In Genesis 24, verse 35, 
The Bible says about Abraham here in Genesis 24 and verse 35. And the Lord had blessed my master greatly and has become great. And he had given him flocks, herds, and silver and gold, men servant and maid servant, and camels and asses. Now this is the testimony of the servant of Abraham when he went to look for a wife. For Isaac said, the Lord had blessed my master great. So it is God that blesses a man. It is God that gives evil and good. It is God that enriches a man. It is God that enlarges a man. It is God that increases a man. Praise the name of the Lord. Knowing God as a source of everything, therefore you must acknowledge him in your life. The beginning of coming out of financial crisis is for you to acknowledge God. The Bible says, for he is the one that gives you the power to get wealth. Deuteronomy chapter 8 verse 18. He said, Thou shalt remember the Lord your God, for he it is he that giveth you power to get where. How do you acknowledge him? God expects us to honor him with our substance. Honor the Lord God with your substance and the fruit of your increase. So shall your bounds be filled with plenty. Now, if you don't honor God, God cannot honor you. The Bible says, The blessings of the Lord make it rich and added no sorrow. The present challenges facing us today in our nations, in the nations of the world, has made people to lose their interest, to lose their concentration, to lose their focus from God. And that is why we live our life in penury. We have forgotten that all things comes from the Lord. The Bible said, our God is the God who gives all things to his own people. So when we know God as our source, we honor him, we reference him, we hallow him. We, God is the giver of the seed. He said he gives seed to the sower and bread to the eater. When you honor him, he releases the wisdom, the knowledge and the divine idea that you need to gain wealth. Not only that, when you honor God, he releases favor on your path. It takes the blessings of the Lord to enjoy financial liberty. You must learn to love the Lord your God with your substance. No matter how small, no matter how meager that substance may be. When you consider God as the source of your life, then you give to God what belongs to God and you give to Caesar what belongs to Caesar. Praise the Lord. And how then do you handle financial crisis? You must learn to give God. Number one, learn to love God and serve Him with your money. That's our problem today. The majority of Christians felt, how much am I earning that you still ask me to pay my tithe to give to God? What I have that cannot be enough. Remember that that widow had little when Elijah told him in the days of famine, do my own first and the Lord will open the heavens. And your, the, your, the shakers of, of your wit will not end. It was when the widow of Zarephath honored Elijah that there was abundance for her to eat all through the period of famine. So when you honor the Lord with your little resources, not minding what you have as left over, see how God will multiply it. Praise the name of the Lord. Number two, be prudent in spending. Don't spend your money on partying. Don't spend your money on things that is not adding value to your life. 
Don't say, eh, how will people feel? Anybody can feel anything. You must be able to put your life and put things that are important. The Bible says all things are lawful, but not all things are expedient. I'd rather spend my money in promoting the kingdom of God than spending it on lustful things. So many of us, we complain we don't have money, but we know how much we spend when it comes to functions, how much we spend in buying cloth, how much we spend in frivolities, how much we spend in taking care of our physical body. But when it comes to the things of God, we push it aside. So you must be prudent in spending. You must know what is lawful. You must know what is expedient. You must be able to, number three, you must have a monthly budget and plan after paying your tithes. You must be able to say, these are the things I want to do this month. And if what you are going to do and other things are coming in, you allow them to wait for another time. You must have what we call delay gratification. You must learn to deny yourself. And you must learn to save no matter how small the money is. You must be able to set aside small money into your savings. Why? Because you have to prepare for the days of adversity. No matter, don't eat all your seed. Don't eat all that God brings your way no matter how small. Even if it is 500 that you can commit into saving, let it be regular. When you do that one, you are building a financial future. Number four, trust God for divine ideas. As a businessman, as a career man, as a government worker, don't let the love of money consume you. Be moderate in what you do. The Bible says, let your moderation be known unto all men. Live a moderate life. Live a life part-time. Don't do beyond your strength. Don't do beyond your capacity. Don't do, don't do what your strength cannot carry you. Don't make a show that I want people to know that I have arrived. You are not impressing anybody. The world we live is a world whereby everybody wants to show what they have. That is not how to live your life. You must be guided by the word of the Lord. The Bible says, let your moderation be known to men for the Lord is at hand. Be consumed with the love of God. Lastly, have faith in God that help will come. No matter how, you cannot, you cannot add to your cubit. Jesus said, who among you will add to his, to his cubit? Why are you concerned about what to eat, what to wear, or what to put on? He said, your heavenly father knows that you need all these things. He said, but seek ye first the kingdom of God and his righteousness. All these other things shall be added unto you. He said, be anxious for nothing. But by prayer and supplication, make your request known unto the Lord. And the scripture also says, for my God shall supply all my need according to his riches in glory by Christ Jesus. Now, when you have faith in God, help will come, and God is able to supply all your need according to His riches in Christ Jesus. No matter the level of the pressure around you, when you put your trust in the Lord, the Bible makes us to understand. I have never seen the righteous forsaken, neither is seed begging for bread. God is able to make all grace abound unto you, even in this trying moment that we are going through as a nation. Let your trust and your confidence be in the Lord. He is able to carry you through. And I pray for you today that help will come. Grace to continue 
is imparted unto you. In Jesus' name. Amen.